Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a human design expert, brain rewiring certified coach, and a high 7D energy healer. On this podcast, we talk about all things personal growth, brain rewiring, human design, energetics, mindset, and so much more. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy L. Yang. I hope you feel empowered by what we talked about today. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. Happy August. Happy Friday. I'm super happy to have you here with me. Okay, August energy feels fucking amazing. Um, it's basically my favorite month and um, we just love the energy of eight. It's all about abundance, baldness. It's Leo season. We had a new moon in Leo last week. We're also in Lionsgate portal. Um, I'm not an astrologer, obviously, but from what I've read, from like what I feel into intuitively, is like this is the season to remember who the fuck you are, step into your authenticity, step into your worth and deservingness. Is that lead character energy is for authentic expression courageous action, being bold, being exactly who you are, opening up the heart space, loving big. Um, yeah, like, it's good. Um, August is also like the eighth month of the year and that feels very abundant. Like, this is Leo season. Leo does not want you to play small. In my energy circle for the Leo new moon last week, I asked everyone, like, what are you done? doing like where are you done settling where are you done playing small and like declare what do you deserve during Lionsgate portal this is basically a period of time um, it peaks on August 8th so 8 8 and it ends August 12th so basically we're in this energetically very powerful time this is great for manifestations um, whatever actions and decisions you make right now is going to like really amplify this is like a very powerful time to communicate to the universe what do you want more of and understanding like from a deep level like from your core that whatever you do you are directing energy. You are putting yourself on a higher timeline or the highest timeline by taking an empowered action, by going out of your comfort zone, just by like being authentically you. Um, the lion is courageous, worthy, deserving, and generous. All right, with all that being said, we get that this is an expansive month an expansive period of time and we want to ride this wave and make the most out of it but like honestly with all this energy going on we can feel a little restless a little anxious i notice for my clients and myself that wherever we are still settling playing small feeling low self-worth now is becoming super obvious like is almost like more uncomfortable to stay in your comfort zone than to get out of it. Like the urge to take courageous action and stop playing small is fucking unreal. Like to keep engaging in low self-worth behavior almost just irritates you. So yeah, like this energy is very powerful. 
However, it is very helpful to keep in mind that how we can hold ourselves back during this time, or to be honest, any time, is with our ego, which is the shadow side of Leo. And as a Leo son, I can honestly tell you, this is my biggest thing. This is something I continue to work on. So I know this like every year in August. I used to think like it's just because my birthday is coming up. That's why I'm evaluating different aspects of my life, how I want to do better. But like Leo season in general for anybody, you don't have to be a Leo something. It's just a very activating time. In the end of July, I was realizing like, oh my god, like I still have limiting beliefs and patterns in all these areas. I'll share that in a second. And I felt the urge to take myself through the brain rewiring process every single day throughout the month of August. Um, maybe I'll continue for two more months after that, but at least every single day throughout August, we are really doing the deep subconscious reprogramming work. So it's the 4th of August as I'm recording and I've been doing it every day um, since the 31st. I literally was like, yeah, I want to do this. And my guides were like, yeah, we're doing it. We're waking your ass up at 4am so you cannot complain that you don't have enough time. So um, I have been honing in on my own practice. I coach people through this every single day. And it's honestly like a practice I really believe in. Brain rewiring really puts the power in your hands when it comes to your own healing journey. And honestly, this is just like a fantastic manifestation tool. I've shared four lengthy episodes on the podcast about how brain rewiring changed my life. You can go back to those episodes if you haven't. Um, but it really helped me with raising my self-worth, gaining confidence, developing abundance mindset in money, in love, in friendships, in opportunities. I actually also used brain rewiring to develop a healthier relationship to my body. Like body image used to be my Achilles heel. And that was like a very limiting way to live. And I cannot tell you how abundant life feels when this no longer holds me back. So um, go ahead and check out these episodes about brain rewiring, how it affected me personally. I have been getting a lot of good feedback on those episodes, so I highly recommend you check them out and hopefully they empower and expand you. So back to me taking myself through the brain rewiring process again. I have been dating and dating can be extremely fun and expansive, but also very, very triggering. Just for context, all right, let's address the elephant that's been in the room because I know back in like the very end of May, I put out a podcast episode about how brain rewiring helped me call in my ideal partnership. I was really proud of that episode. Like we got vulnerable, people resonated with it, people found it to be expansive. It was a good one. I was proud. Let's just say the universe has a twisted sense of humor because as soon as I put that episode out in the world, it became 
clearer and clearer and clearer to me that this relationship actually wasn't right for me. And my ego was like, "But we put out a podcast episode. Like people are gonna think you're full of shit if your relationship doesn't work out." And it didn't. In early July, it was like, "Okay, this is this needs to end." And then I shared a little bit on Instagram that I started online dating for the first time, which you know I was really proud of myself for because you know like the dating world evolved a lot when I was. In a relationship for years and years, I never really did the dating thing. And at age thirty, I'm like, okay, let's do the app thing. It was like me taking empowered action. I was really proud of myself.、Um, but yeah, like people were really happy for me, but also people were a little confused. Like, okay, like we loved your relationships episode, but like, are you in a relationship? Are you dating? Like, what is going on? And here's what's going on: Sandy Yang is not in a relationship currently. She and her ex finally decided, like, we were just not a good fit. Like, we enjoy each other's company, we got along really well, but there was just something significant that was missing. It felt like ninety-five percent, but that five percent felt just like. Not great. It was like irritating. So it will almost be disrespecting the other person if we kept it going. So it was actually very harmonious. We wish each other the best. Like genuinely, I never thought we would be at this place. It feels very authentic and natural and just like loving. You know how people say the truth will feel like love. That's how it feels like.、Um, I thought we would like break up and not talk to each other and hate each other's guts, but that is not the case. Was I sad afterwards? Yeah, I went through a few days of grief, as one should. But、um, I'm really proud of myself for going through those difficult feelings, making the hard decision, and seeking support where I could. And regarding the podcast episode on ideal relationships, I still stand by everything I shared. It just seems like the universe wanted me to learn some new lessons and. Even take my own advice. I actually should go back to that episode and listen to it as if I wasn't the one going on and on. But anyways, going back to dating. Dating is so triggering. So in the beginning of online dating, my online dating journey, it was actually pretty good.、Um, I was intentional. I was very determined to go on a date. Like. It was a Monday, and I told myself this week we're going on a Bumble date. We're going to try something new. We can definitely date guys who are not my ex, and we can get along with other men. We're going to approach this with curiosity and lightness. We are going to be in our feminine energy. Universe, please send me someone in their empowered masculine, someone who is good looking, fun to talk to, a gentleman. Okay, so all of that went pretty well. So my online dating journey started off on a pretty good foot, right? But it didn't take very long before I started overthinking. And let me just share some of the big limiting beliefs that kept resurfacing. Well, number one, I'm sure everyone wants to go on a date and actually like the person they went on a date with. But then I started thinking, what if I become interested in someone and they are. Dating five other people on the side, like, oh my god, am I just 
going to be one of many options. Like, let me tell you, I've never done the casual dating thing, and this is just like something my ego is having a hard time entertaining. In the past, I had been the sole focus. I was number one. I was the only one. Like, how am I supposed to just be one of many options? Like, I just don't know how that's supposed to work. Obviously, like. Dating is to find what you like and don't like, and if you're not good fit, then you're not good fit. Like I consciously know that, but like when I got into my last relationship, I was in my early twenties. I was a kid. I don't know how the adult dating world works, and it seems a little intimidating. Like everyone I would go on a date with, obviously they're like decent human beings with like legit jobs. They're like decent looking, and there's just like. High-quality humans, right? But I'm sure, like the more attractive they are, other people are swiping right on them, and like they know they don't have to settle. No one should settle. But what if I'm not good enough? What if they like somebody else more? What if I don't get chosen? So that led to fear of getting hurt, along with fear of not being special enough. And I will tell you, as a kid, I had no confidence. I was like the kid in class who was like always quiet, and yeah, like everybody could tell I was low in confidence. And I took so much effort to build that up. Like I get that everybody is special, but I finally was like, I am special. I matter in my own way, and that is fucking priceless. But like in this, in this, in the dating arena, I'm like, I am not special. Like I know I'm special, but what if there are other people who are more special? What if I'm not special to someone who is special to me? Can you tell that my ego is really struggling? And I feel like everybody can relate to scarcity mindset when it comes to dating. Like you get to that place where you're just swiping, swiping, swiping the app, and you're just thinking there's no one good enough. And like fuck this, I'm just going to get cats. Also, limiting beliefs around my business really showed up. I love my business. It is like a soul-led business. I love my clients. I love what I do. I'm so fucking proud of it. I work with 99% women, and the men I do talk to about my business, they're very open-minded. Like my ex, my dad, my brothers. They love this energy healing stuff. They love human design. They think it's freaking cool. But then, I don't know how other men feel about it. Are they gonna think it's weird? Are they gonna think she is like a ridiculous woo bitch? Are they going to respect me? And then when I, you know, would talk to people, I was like, oh, from the get go, I was like, okay, I'm going to be in my feminine energy. This is something I talk about with clients, and I really believe in. Masculine and feminine energy balance when it comes to business, when it comes to healing, when it comes to like all aspects. But in my last relationship, I was definitely leaning towards the masculine end, and I want to do this with a clean slate. I want to be in my feminine. I want to receive. And then I started overthinking a little bit. I started overthinking how do I respond to texts. If I do this or say this, am I still in my feminine? And like the overthinking just took all the fun away, and it was not authentic. It was not magnetic, and I just 
am so exhausted by my own overthinking and I am just done with it. I know at my core that you know how I feel about being special and being chosen and you know having people respect what I do for work that is that has nothing to do with them but all has to do with how I feel about myself and my business. I obviously still have some people pleasing and seeking of external validation going on. Those are like shadow aspects that still need to be addressed. And that's what I'm working on throughout the month of August. And regarding fear of getting hurt. So a little context. I love Marvel. Um, So when the newer Thor movie came out, I was like, I really want to see this. This is a must-see for me. We're going to see it in theaters. And one really good takeaway from that movie is that it's better to feel shitty about something than to not feel anything at all. And that is so true. Um, This goes back to Leo season. This is all about opening your heart, embrace getting hurt, be vulnerable, open up, and like let your heart lead instead of let your ego lead. Because when I let my ego lead, it is not a fun time. Like I'm just worried about protecting my own feelings that I'm not enjoying like hanging out with like those people on dates. And I... And like this spiky little cactus that is like real spiky on the outside but very squishy on the inside. And how was I expecting to make real connections with other humans with that kind of attitude? And let me tell you, every time I have experienced a significant up level, my ego was fucking destroyed and it had to rebuild itself. So actually, I have enough evidence to prove that my ego can afford to get bruised here and there. We don't have to protect ourselves so hard that we, in the process of protecting ourselves, we miss out on all the deep connections and all the fun. So I feel like the universe is urging me to unlock my next level confidence and trust in myself through the dating experience and we all know that love and money are connected so for me to open my heart more will also lead to magnetism and abundance in business and other areas as well. Going back to the energy of Leo, this is the time to embody play, playfulness. To me, This is not just about having fun, although we can certainly have fun in the process. When we are in the energy of play, we're still focused, we are intentional, we're just approaching things with lightness and curiosity. We are not overly attached to the outcome. We are present and we're not taking ourselves overly seriously. So yeah, um, we are in this wonderful time of the year. Leo season and this like Lionsgate portal are very transformative. Every time we make a firm decision and take empowered action, we are communicating to the universe who you are and what you are worthy and deserving of. Again, during this time, energy is amplified, you might feel particularly optimistic and or you might feel like 
you know, what is not working, some like limiting self sabotaging behaviors, draining relationships, just stick out like a sore thumb. So obviously, I personally have some sore thumbs. I'm sorting through um, throughout the month of August. I'm going to be rewiring those limiting beliefs into empowered beliefs. And I'll be sharing more of this process on the podcast, on Instagram, on the newsletter. So stay tuned for those. Again, in case it wasn't abundantly clear, you are always manifesting. This is a great time to make it hyper-intentional. Remember that you are in creatorship. You co-create with the universe. And brain rewiring is the most potent manifestation tool because it helps us, it forces us to look at ourselves and identify those limiting beliefs rewire them into empowered beliefs that actually serve us and experience the world in a whole different way. And I was, you know how like Facebook show you like old posts you made like a few years ago and just like looking back like at my last birthday, the one before and the one before that, I'm just like, wow, I'm a completely different person and I am so excited for who I am and who I am becoming. God, that sounds so cheesy, but I like truly mean it. I've shared this before, but I used to really dread my birthdays. Like, I wouldn't want people to know about it. I didn't feel like I deserved to be celebrated because I would look at my life and be like, yeah, your life still sucks. Obviously, that is no way to live. And through the brain rewiring process, I really took responsibility for my own life. I got radically honest with myself and I finally took control of it. So... I think this is a process that everyone needs to go through if you want to be good at manifestation. And manifestation has become such a fluffy, stupid word on the internet. But this is about consciously creating the life you want to live, knowing that your perception shifts your reality. And through rewiring our neural pathways, reprogramming those subconscious beliefs, we can really make a substantial, impactful shift in our behavior, our internal chatter, our belief system, and therefore our external reality. I pride myself for being a no bullshit kind of healer and coach. So this is not about spiritual bypassing. This is not suppressing your negative thoughts. We are doing deep, honest work to shift from the core. And I'll tell you, brain rewiring is the single best thing I've ever done for myself in my entire life. Like it is the most empowering thing to know that any mental emotional, any sort of block that I am struggling with, I have the tools to unblock and expand through them. It truly feels limitless. And all that being said, I am excited to announce I am going to be offering a group version of my brain rewiring coaching program. After taking one-on-one clients through this process and seeing massive shifts in their personal lives, I know I need to be sharing this process in a bigger way. 
and a group program just felt like the ideal thing to offer because I personally was very lonely in my journey before I stepped inside a group program and made lifelong friends. Not only will you build amazing friendships, you will be kept accountable. It is actually like really powerful to be in a group container. So stay tuned for more info and details on that to come. But if you are like, I already know this is something I am interested in. I want to learn more about it. I want to just like be kept in the loop. Head to the show notes and there will be a link to sign up for the waitlist, which will get you $400 off the program. By joining this waitlist, not only will you get a massive discount, you will also get other bonuses and be the first to know when enrollment officially opens. By saying yes, you are in no way obliged to join the program, so it doesn't hurt to sign up. Okay, well, this episode has been fun to record. Um, a, a shorter one for sure, but vulnerable. And I gained a lot of insights and clarity as I was recording. I would love to hear how your August is going. What is coming up for you? Again, this is a very expansive time of the year. I hope you have a wonderful Leo season and happy Lionsgate. <laughs>